Welcome to Sunday Morning Live. That is SML Inside the Pages with Pastor Carl Henderson, presented by Cornerstone Apostolic Church, located at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona, California. This is your hostess, Sister Maria. We believe the Bible is the Word of God. Therefore, we are faithful, we are bold, we are the church. Our Sunday morning worship begins at 8 a.m., Tuesday Bible study 7 p.m., and Thursday Acts of the Church. If you are looking for a church home, looking for ministry, we invite you to join us, grow with us, and allow God to be God. The next voice you will hear is our songstress, Sister Judy. Join us in praise and worship as we welcome the Word of God. Come on. 
God bless you. Come on and bless the Lord with me. Thank you for that selection. She she pushed that out, not feeling very 100%, but certainly, you know, I, I want to say this, uh, because sometimes we give and we think we're not doing enough, but I want you to know something this morning that when you give your best, it's more than what someone that has polished has given. Someone can walk up with a thousand dollars to donate to the church. And someone else can walk up with ten dollars to give in the offering, to donate to the church. But God's going to look at the heart. See, the person with the thousand might say, well, I'm doing something big and I'm doing something great. But God looks at the, the heart, the heart. What is the heart like? That's going to make the difference. Now, if God told you to give a thousand, then do that. If he, you know, but when you give your best, when you give your best, it makes a difference. So it's not, and God appreciates our best. And I'm, I'm wanna, I just want to emphasize that, you know, your best. Your best is always stamped approved. Bam. Stamped approved. Everybody knows it. And so those that don't, um, shame on you. We're going to go in the word of God. But I, I just wanted to say that because sometimes people feel that what they're doing is not enough, you know. And there are times that even I have thought and said, man, maybe I'm not doing enough. Maybe I need to do more than what I'm doing, you know, and, and I've even prayed that prayer, you know, asking the Lord, Lord, show me if I'm doing, if there's more for me to do, what do I need to do to, uh, for the furtherance of the gospel? And I know that everybody can think of a number of things that can be done. Make sure that the Bible said whatever your hand find to do, to do it. And so whatever you think of... <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't point it at someone else and say you ought to do it. The Bible said whatever your hand find to do, to do it. Whatever your hand find. <laughs> so don't cut those thoughts off now because I said that. We're going to go into the, into the book of Hebrews this morning, uh, the 11th chapter, familiar passage of scripture. I pray that your day is going well. Certainly I think and praise God for the faces that I see and for those that are listening uh, near and, and far, and we all we are all thanking and praising God for the souls that the Lord is adding to the church. And so we're giving God glory and honor uh, for His goodness and His grace. And so while you while you're turning there, or maybe you already have it because you're using a device, uh, you know, which which moves a lot faster than our hands and our thoughts, you know. And uh, my I was my. I was looking at my phone, I, I like listening, as you heard me say so many times, Bible Gateway. And um, and so th there is machine learning, your your device, whether it's a laptop, iPad, you know, um, it, it has machine learning. So it learns your habits. It learns what you do. And so, um, you know, it's not just left up to the cookies but your machine learned different things about you. And um, that's a form of, uh, I think they would say soft 
intelligence uh, or weak intelligence, you know, and so um, you may have already gone there to the scripture, but in the word of God, in the word of God, and let's, let's go before the Lord in prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for your goodness, your grace. Thank you for your kindness, Lord God, for waking us up this morning, blessing us to see a day that was not promised to us. Thank you for the activity of our limbs, Lord Jesus, a reasonable state of mental health. Lord God, we can call upon your name. We can bless you. We have gathered together uh, to give you glory and honor, to lift you up, Lord God, above everything, to cast down every mindset, every stronghold, everything that would exalt itself against you. Lord Jesus, we place you above those things. We thank you, Lord God, for your kindness. We pray and ask that you would bless those that dealing with whatever issue it is because you're you're a great physician lord god i ask that you would bless them that are sick in their body lord god bless them that are dealing with emotional trauma lord mental uh, issues lord god whatever lord god it is you're able you're you're well uh, more than able lord god and so we come to you as the author and the finisher of our faith lord god i pray that you would stir a prayer in the homes I pray that you stir fasting, Lord God, Lord, and to abide in your word, Lord Jesus. I ask these blessings in your name. That is, and Lord God, we ask that you would continue to take us further in you. In Jesus' name, amen. In the book of Hebrews, in the book of Hebrews, beginning at the first verse, it says, uh, now... Faith is the substance of things hoped for. Now, this is April 18th, 2021. Now, on this day, at this very moment, faith is the substance of things hoped for. The substance. It's the substance of things that you hope for, that I'm hoping for. The substance of things that you're hoping for, that each one of us has a hope. Uh, I, I, I know you have some type of hope this morning. It is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. You're hoping for it, but you don't. See it. I can say I hope for a car, but there's a lot of car lots, you know, all over the place. And as you make make your commute, you see cars for sale. And so you see the very tangible thing that you're desired, but maybe you don't have the money. And so therefore you hope to get some money so that you might buy the car you desire but you don't see a way of doing it uh, you may even go to work every day uh, and have an income but there are so many other things you know it, it was sad to hear uh, that they they said they talk about hero pay and some of the stakeholders. My mind went right to the stakeholders. 
decided to close a few of the Ralph supermarkets. You know, because they don't, they say they can't afford to give the, the staff of what, four extra dollars. So they, they're going to close the store instead of giving them that pay or maybe negotiating that we can't do it at this time, but let's keep the store open and then we can retroact. Huh? But instead, the stakeholders uh, decided to close it. And so uh, I think it's about four stores. And so uh, that hope, that hope, uh, but I, I'm, matter of fact, why I mentioned, let's, let's continue to pray for one another. Pray for people that, you know, people are looking for jobs. They, they're they're going to be looking for jobs. And right now, uh, getting that word that, the, that your employer is about to close the doors where you're at is a burden upon that, those individuals. And so they need encouragement. They're going to need prayer. They're going to need a, a word that's going to help sustain them during this time of uh, suffering. Because when you're without something, you suffer. When you don't have what you used to having, you're suffering. And so they, there is a need that has to be met. If they say we're not, uh, we're all in this together. You know, the political and those that came up with that term, but they're not in this where the store is closing and food needs to be put on the table, the rent needs to be paid, the mortgage has to be paid, the car loan has to be paid. They're not in that. And they're not sending a check to nobody to say, let me help you out. Oh, bless your Lord. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. You don't see it. You don't see any evidence of it. You don't know where it's going or when or how it's going. But you do have faith. Which is connected to hope. The second verse says, For by it the elders obtain a good report. Faith is something that causes you to have a good report. I can think of a number of reasons that come to mind right now that, uh, that the reason why faith would cause you to have a good report. And, and so, uh, I, you know, one day I was looking talking to myself. And, you know, we, we talk to ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and did I answer? <laughs> the, the Bible said David, David encouraged himself. So he said some things to himself during a very difficult time where the people was going to kill him. They were very upset because, uh, you know, remember we, we went through the book of Samuel and, um, and they were going to kill David because 
the enemy had came in and took the grandparents, the moms, the dads, the, the women and the children. And so when the men of war came back and saw this, they became so distraught. They were going to kill David. And David did not know what to do. And so apparently David was discouraged. And in his discouragement, as he pondered, as he thought about what to do and, you know, and, and going to God, uh, you know, and I don't know where he was at, where he was walking around and how, you know, exactly. But you know how you feel. You know, sometimes you leave the house to just go for a drive because you're dealing with something. You leave the, and walk through the mall and, you know, go different places uh, because you're dealing with something and you're trying to piece it together. You're trying to come up with some form of solution without losing your mind. And so the Bible said David encouraged himself. So David was talking to himself and he came up with, it, with some answers that he fed him, fed back to himself. And so sometimes I, I talk to myself and I have to come up with some answers to feed back to me from the word of God. Uh-huh. From the word of God. Because I don't think my mind, you know, is not that great where I can come up with a solution, you know. And anyone that comes up with any type of solution or ideal or inspiration was not something that they came up of their own. It was a blessing that arrived and they uh, used it, okay? It was like the clouds that sometimes passed by us. And, you know, it was something that was sent and they embraced it and used it. So, the Bible said the elders obtained a good report because of faith. And so there's been times that, that, that you know, I, I had to stop and think about that. I'm like, am I using faith? Where is my faith at? I've had to examine myself. Where's my faith at? And I think anyone that is serving the Lord that, you know, it doesn't mean that you're without faith, but you need to do a sobriety check. You need to check yourself. And so when I, after all these years, I read this and I was like, man, I want to make sure I have a good report. You want to make sure that you have a good report. The third verse says, through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So that things which are seen were not made of things which do not appear. We understand. We have a we have better understanding, better clarity because uh, uh, because of faith. We understand the world, not just what we see in front of us, not just planet Earth, but the worlds were framed by the word of God. Yes, amen. I, I just want to talk a little bit this morning about miss. Place faith. You know, sometimes we 
uh, we, we could misplace our faith. And if we misplace our faith, then it's not going to uh, produce the things that we hope for. If we misplace our faith, we're not going to have a good report. If we misplace our faith, we're going to lose the clarity. We're not going to walk with the understanding of what the word of God can do. Sometimes we misplace things. Uh, we walk into the house with the car keys and immediately forget where we left them. I know I'm not the only one that, that have done that. You walk around looking for those keys and you go in every place, you backtracking and, and you know, hope to find those keys. I, I know I set them here. One day I, I was I was walking around and I was looking for my glasses. I was all over the place. I went to the car, I looked under the seat, I looked in the door, I, I looked in the, uh, just every place that I could think of in the house, only to realize that I was wearing them. And it's not an age thing. <laughs> It's just that my glasses were so clean and clear. <laughs> that I, you know, and so I was, I was like, man, I had them on. But it was such a common thing for me to have them on. Do we become so common in our walk, in our faith, that we forget? how important they are. We just become too common with some things uh, from time to time. And so uh, uh, we can take things for granted and misplace the importance of it until we really have a need and then struggle with knowing the last place we saw it. While this is common with tangible things, it can also become common with our faith. Now, there are three types of faith uh, that we need to uh, find and keep close to us. We need to keep dear to our heart. Faith in God's ability. Faith in the word of God. And that's from Genesis to Revelation. Now, we've been in the book of Ezekiel uh, on Bible class, Tuesday nights at 7 uh, p.m., the book of Ezekiel. And we've been talking about the dry bones. You know, and, and, and we haven't gone into a deep level um, of certain things. But, I, but as we talked about the dry bones and we're getting into a certain area of prophecy. I want to give this to you just so that you know. Uh, the Lord told Ezekiel that I'm going to cause the dry, uh, dry bones to, to come back together. Prophesy to them. Tell them to do what? Hear the word of the Lord. Well, to show you how the word of God works. Ezekiel was gone. However, about May 14, 1948, those dry bones came together. And Israel became a nation. Not only did they become a nation, but 
they are history-wise the only country that ever been scattered came back together retaining their own language okay I, I can't go no further than that right now we'll, we'll deal with that more later but just to let you know the power of the word of God we need to keep our faith and the power of the word of God the third faith which saves us because the Bible tells us that we are that by grace we are saved through faith the completed work of Jesus Christ where uh, grace and truth came by who Jesus Christ uh, you'll find that in first in, in John the, the first chapter faith came uh, grace and truth came through him so faith in God and his ability. We want to just deal with just a little bit of that this morning. Faith in God and his ability. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, Genesis 15 and 6 says, And he believed in the Lord, and he counted it to him for righteousness. Who believed in the Lord? Abraham. Who counted it unto righteousness? God did. Hebrews 11 and 11 through 12 says, so faith also, uh, through faith also Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed. She needed some strength. Uh, she needed some strength. She needed some strength because she was past the flower of her age. She was beyond childbearing years. And so that body needed to be what? Strengthened. Our faith will strengthen our bodies. Our faith will strengthen our emotions. Our faith will strengthen our mental. It will strengthen our spiritual man. Faith in God and his ability. Through faith, also Sarah received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of a child when she was past age because, because the reason why, because she judged him faithful who had made the promise. Therefore, sprang unto uh, there even one and him as good as dead Abraham shooting dust as good as dead nothing's there but God touched that body and so many as the stars of the sky in multitude and as the sands which is by the seashore in the world a cornerstone now take, make a mental note and if you, if you can't hide just Hold on, embrace that 12th verse there. Therefore sprang there even of one, and him as good as dead. Your situation might seem dead. It under certain, under any other and every circumstance that you could even think of in your own mind that it may be presented to you by someone that says it's not going to happen or I'm not looking for it to happen. I haven't seen it happen. It look as dead as other ones that I've seen. Note this. 
that as good as dead, God was the game changer. God was the one that caused him to have a child and that child then had another, oh, bless your Lord Jesus. And so many as the stars of the sky in multitude and as the sand which is by the seashore innumerable. It's interesting to know Sarah, like some of us, did not believe. She didn't embrace this immediately. Well, the scripture says, therefore Sarah laughed within herself. When the Lord came and visited Abraham, when the Lord came and spoke to, spoke to him, Sarah was in the, in the other room, uh, was on the inside while he was on the outside. And, and, and so Sarah laughed within herself, saying, after I'm waxed old, shall I have this type of pleasure? My Lord, my husband, uh, he's old too. Uh, there's no Viagra. There's no, uh, you know, the yellow peel, the blue peel, whatever peel that there might be that, uh, you know, that uh, uh, there's nothing happening right now that's going to bring forth a child. At least not that I can see. And the Lord said to Abraham, wherefore did Sarah laugh? saying, shall I of a surety bear a child who am old? I, I, I don't see this happening. I, I, I can't comprehend this. This is, this is beyond me. So Sarah laughed. The Lord asked him, said, is there anything too hard for the Lord? Sometimes our, when we misplace our faith or when we're being coerced, to let down our guard and to not hold on to the faith in God's and his ability that we begin to think that it may be a little too hard. Uh, it may not be hard for him to do it for Brother Don, but it's, it's a little too hard for it to be done for Brother Carl. I may believe that it could be done for, uh, for Sister Maria, but I may not believe that it could be done for me, uh, Brother Tom. I, so therefore we have these struggles. Oh, God did it for my grandmother, my, my godmother, my, my previous pastor, but you know, he's not going to do it for me. And so therefore we label it as being impossible. Uh, but is there anything too hard for God. So there's, so when we start to lean into that area, then we're misplacing faith in his ability. At that time appointed, the Lord said, I'm going to return unto thee at the time appointed. Listen to that, at the time appointed. At the time appointed. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. At the time appointed, God has an appointment. He has a time frame that he has established to bring forth what he has called into your life. Our responsibility is not to misplace faith in him, his ability, 
Catch this. And his judgment. Don't, don't misplace. Don't, don't, don't misplace your faith in him and his ability and his judgment. But at the appointed time, according to the time of life, your life, my life, his life, Sarah shall bring forth a son and Sarah de, uh, uh, then Sarah denied saying I, I didn't laugh I, uh, uh, no laugh not no, for, because she was afraid to, to admit that she was struggling with the situation you know we ought to be honest with ourselves that sometimes we struggle a little bit I believe that's why the man said Lord help my unbelief. I'm struggling with some things. Maybe you find yourself struggling sometime like Sarah did. And so uh, you have to, and I believe what they say, honesty is the best policy. So it's better to say I'm struggling with something. It may not be faith that you're struggling with. It could be something else. But unless you deal with it, then the struggle continues. Unless you get some help in that area, then the struggle. The Lord told Peter, he said, Peter, when you're strengthened, right now you're dealing with some stuff, but when you're strengthened, then help the brother. And so all of us need some help from time to time. None of us is Superman even needed some help. You know, and I know that's a fictitious carrier, but, but, but you understand what I'm saying. We all need some help from time to time. Bless your Lord God. When we, uh, her faith had been challenged by the thought of being, coming pregnant and having a child at such an age. She laughed because her faith had been misplaced. Not only her faith, uh, somewhere was somewhere else, but a moment of insanity had appeared. Foolishness. And uh, that's foolish. How am I gonna have it? Uh, that's foolishness. That's craziness. That's that's just mere madness. When she was exposed, she had to deal with the insecurities. Then she and not only uh, not only counted God faithful after she dealt with those things. Then she counted God faithful and well capable of making her the mother of men. Now, because Abraham and Sarah did not see immediate results, see Abraham also after, and he was the one that received the word. Oh, I feel like jumping up and down right now. Abraham was the one that initially received it. And as they went on through time, <clears throat> they didn't see immediate results as they went from night to night and doing those things that they do. Huh, bless your Lord. The Bible says that Sarah suggested to him, well, you know, why don't you go to Hagar? You go into our servant. But sometimes we act like Abraham. We want things to happen overnight. I know I'm, I'm not just talking to myself here. I, I know that 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 those that you, that all of us, 
Sometimes we pray and we want it to happen. We looking for it. I have prayed and I'm looking for it to happen overnight. I'm looking for it to happen in the next few days, the next week. I'm looking for it to happen soon. And that's good. That's, that's, that's healthy. Look for it to happen. You should. The Bible tells us that when we pray, we are to pray believing that it's happened. And so we're supposed to do that. But when it does not happen overnight or the next week or maybe the next month, and it could even be a year or so, you do not misplace your faith in God and his ability. Abraham went into Hagar and, uh, and, and uh, they had a son named Ishmael. Now, I want you to get this here because this was the beginning of 14 years that Abraham did not hear the Lord. He misplaced his faith. So when you misplace faith, it will deafen your ears from hearing. When you misplace faith in the ability of God, it can cause a deafening. And so 14 years went by before his son was born, before him and Sarah. There was 14 years that went by that he did not hear a word. Huh. Misplaced faith can cause a delay of the process. But you need to find it. And you need to keep it close by. Maybe you laughed at the thought of something good. Something better. Even greater than where you were or where you are today. Maybe you are becoming anxious and starting to lean to your own understanding that will lead you to misplacing faith in God and his ability. If you're settling for status quo, being content with the way things are, not looking for change, statements like, well, God really did not want me to have it, can be a sign of misplaced faith. Now let's place our faith next to a real faith meter. I have a faith meter here. Everybody see it? Everybody see my faith meter? Okay. And this particular model is called James 2 and 17. This is, a, this is model James 2 17. Is there an overact illustrating your belief? If the, that answer should be yes, there's an overact. Do you believe he will do it for you? That should be a yes. That, that meter, that meter should be moving from, from, from the yellow uh, past the red into the green. Are you putting work into it? I, I, that meter has reached the green level. That, that's good. That's good. That's good. That says that you have not misplaced your faith. You have not misplaced your 
your faith in God and his ability. The meter, uh, the, the highest point on the meter reaches a, a exclamation that says Rahab. Okay? Uh, when it reaches that, that high, that, that high green level, it says Rahab. Okay? Now, Rahab, the Bible said Rahab by faith received the reward. Joshua 6 and 25, and Joshua saved Rahab, the harlot, alive. Rahab, over in uh, the city of Jericho. Her, she was, her job, her employment, she was a lady of the evening. Or the day, maybe the morning. I'm, listen, she was a harlot. And her father house, not only was she saved, but her father was saved as well. And all that she had. And she dwelt in Israel even until this day. Because she hid the messengers which Joshua sent to spy out Jericho. Because she believed God. She had faith in God even though she was not with the children of Israel. She had just heard about his goodness. She heard about his power. She heard about how he favored Israel. She heard how great God was even though she was not part of them. And so when the spies came, she warned the spies that they were, had been exposed and she hid them. And when the people came looking for the spies, they were well tucked away, told them what to do and allowed them to escape and said, listen, when, when you get back, let them know, uh, let them know what I've done. When you get back, let them know I believe in the God of Israel. I believe in his ability, what he is able to do. This woman was not religious. This woman was going on, uh, you know, sometimes we, we, we just, huh. Uh, I, I, I can't even really think of the right words to describe uh, the, the, uh, what I want to express. But uh, let, me, let me put it this way. She wasn't walking around saying I'm saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost. She wasn't walking around. She didn't pass through the Red Sea, so she had not been baptized. She hadn't been under the cloud. She didn't kick the rock in the wilderness and drink from it. Uh, she was not there. But she heard the word of God. And in it, the Bible says that faith come by hearing and hearing the word of God. And so she heard the word of God. She heard about the mighty acts of God. And it impacted her life. And she believed. And the end result and reward was that she dwelt with Israel. It doesn't say anything else about her activities, what she did. or Because that's not important. 
What's important is that she was with Israel. The church in the wilderness. Mighty God. Her faith had been, had not been misplaced. It was close by and she held on to it tightly. You know, I, I believe if Rahab was, was here, in her own word, she would say, now unto him that is able to keep you from fall yes, and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy to the only wise God, our Savior, be glory, majesty, dominion, power, both now and forever. Oh, bless you, Lord God. Mighty God, what a testimony. What an honor. What a privilege. The dangers of misplaced faith. When we misplace our faith, Abel would not have offered a sacrifice. He would have offered a poor sacrifice unto the Lord. He would offer some old dry praise, some dead worship. Instead of worshiping and praising and offering something that was acceptable unto the Lord. Enoch would not have walked with God because he would have had excuses. Well, well, Lord, I cannot walk with you today because of misplaced faith. Instead of Noah build, moving with fear and building an ark, he would have drowned with everyone else. Those that were journeying would have looked at their journey and said it was too difficult and went back home. Misplaced faith would not have allowed the Red Sea to be departed, to congeal, so that they could pass through on dry land. The walls of Jericho wouldn't have never come down. No one would have subdued kingdoms. They wouldn't have stopped the mouths of lions. They would not have extinguished the violence of fire or escaped the edge of the sword or out of weakness been made strong. Not when you misplace faith. Not when you uh, don't believe in God's ability. They became fearless in flight and causing their enemy to run. They wouldn't have received their dead alive again or endured suffering but would have refused to have a better resurrection. Misplaced faith. You got to find it. Wherever you got to pick it back up. You got to look for it. Just like we backtrack, search, and think about our actions to recover the change. You know, you, you come from the store and you had uh, some change, $19 in your pocket, and you set it down someplace and you know, or you change clothes and now you're rumbling through the dirty clothes and, and doing everything you can to find that change. You got to find those keys. Where are those keys that I set down? You ask the kids, did you play with my keys? What did you do with them? Yeah, I don't know. Where are those glasses at? on your face? No, no, no. We need to recover faith and keep it close. 
Jesus spoke the parable, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to wind down here. Uh, Jesus spoke this parable to the publicans and sinners while the, you know, those religious folks, they stood around whispering sweet nothings to one another. Jesus said, what of you, any of you having a hundred sheep, you lose one, you're not going to go find it. And then when you find it, you're going to put it on your shoulders and carry it back with some pride. I found my sheep. And everybody's going to rejoice. Y'all going to have a party. What about when the woman who had 10 pieces of silver and she lost one? And she lights a candlestick, grabbed a broom. She got the light out, doing everything she can to find it. And when she finds it, she calls everybody and say, I found it. So that everyone can rejoice with her. God is interested in your faith. Where is your faith this morning? Has it been misplaced? Does it need to be recovered? Without it, you don't have any real protection. Ephesians 6 and 16 says, Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench the fiery darts of the wicked. When you misplace faith, it's like having a sheet of paper in front of you trying to block a fiery arrow that's been shot at you by the green arrow. Not going to work. Not going to work. That television character don't miss. It's going to go right through that sheet of notebook paper that you're holding up as a shield because it's misplaced faith. But faith is a shield that will protect you from the fiery darts of anyone. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop there. I, I, I have more, but I, I think I want to stop right there. I think there's, that's been enough. It's been enough to hold on to your faith. If you misplace your faith, find it immediately and hold it close to you. Bless your Lord Jesus. Father, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your grace this morning. Lord God, the words that have been exhorted, that which have been expressed, Lord God, we just want to thank you and honor you, Lord God. Lord Jesus, if we have misplaced our faith, Lord God, and those that have and those that have not, Lord Jesus, we just want to make intercessory prayer and ask your forgiveness, Lord Jesus, for us looking unto ourselves, our own ability, Lord God, or maybe we put placed our ability in another person, Lord God, instead of keeping our faith and ability in you. Father, I pray and ask, Lord Jesus, this Got that forgiveness, Lord God, for each one that's under the sound of my voice, those that are listening near and far, Lord God, we just pray and ask, Lord God, that you would help us to be faithful, Lord God, consistent in Jesus' name. We know that our faith in you is what keeps us sanctified, keeps us set apart unto you. I ask these many blessings in Jesus' mighty name, amen. Bless your Lord Jesus. Listen, this is Pastor Carl Henderson, Cornerstone Apostolic Church, 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona, that is Pomona, California. Uh, share the gospel with someone else. Encourage someone's heart. You know, share the link with them. 
be heard on iHeartRadio, can be heard on Google, Amazon, you know, certainly we thank and praise God. Uh, there's so much more that I would like to say, but time doesn't permit. I don't want to bore your patience. Continue to pray with me, pray for me, as I pray for you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. I hope to see you here or to see you there. God bless you. Go and make it a great day.